Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust, member FDIC. Live from the Hogs Meat Market Studios, this is Out of Bounds. I've played in some big games. I've been a part of teams that have played in big games. Uh, so I know the preparation and the attention to detail that goes into uh, playing in and ultimately winning those games. Um, and so I can, I just hope I bring some of that attention to detail to some of the younger guys in the room. Because um, people like, uh, guys like Brady and Bo already know how to play in the SEC West. And so just help mentor these younger guys into becoming the next generation. Raise back on this line. Yeah, yeah. With John Neighbors. Every time you put a mic in my face, I'm going to say Arkansas. And Joe Franklin. We won't go into shell. We won't go into attack mode. Because that's what's required. On 1037 The Buzz. The Buzz. Appreciate everybody listening in on this beautiful day here in the great state of Arkansas. John Neighbors, Joe Franklin, broadcasting live from the Hogsmeade Market Studios with you today. And thank you, as always, for making us a part of your afternoon this afternoon. It's a great Trash Talk Thursday today, folks, as we are just nine days away from Razorback football. Matt Jones days away from Razorback football, so still getting revved up for that, and I know we're going to have plenty to discuss today. We want to hear from you, of course. You can call or text in at 501-661-1037. Get after us in the Asher Record live fan feedback, after me on Twitter, at Neighbors. And today, we're going to have in the 2 o'clock hour, Michael Bratton of that SEC podcast. He'll join us time we talk some things in the SEC, but uh, continuing with the conference realignment, some trash talk actually getting thrown from the Big 12 Commissioner Bob Bowlesby, and also the ACC can't seem to make up their minds on what they want to do or how they want to do it, but uh, continuing with the conference expansion talk there. And also in the 3 o'clock hour, really looking forward to having former Razorback offensive lineman Grant Cook, who is also a friend of mine, but a guy that played under Bobby Petrino and during those years and in that era, and Someone who knows a lot about the offensive line, knows Sam Pittman very well, and also uh, since you know, that's one of the things that Arkansas has a concern about right now, being pass protection on the offensive line, he'll join us in the 3 o'clock hour. So looking forward to catching up with him, and we'll have some other storylines, some national storylines, and uh, some funny clips and some uh, funny things there too, and also so get to hear from some of the Razorback football players as well. But uh, it's getting to the point to where now we're in single digits. Nine days. Nine days away from Razorback football. Nine days away from the Buzz tailgate. Uh, right there uh, next to War Memorial Stadium. So it is uh, the final countdown, if you will, till football season. We're getting through this week, and the weekend is upon us. And next week is go time. So that's what we're all looking forward to next week. It's going to be here. We don't even have to think about or play the game of number nine and who do you think about in Razorback sports oh, history yeah. no <laughs> like, no there's no question about that yeah in fact I, like there's some numbers where it, it's automatic comes to mind that's the player no questions asked and definitely Matt Jones at number nine is one of those but even if I couldn't even think of any other number nines if I wanted to it, it's not that it's just Matt Jones is for sure number one which he is but it's like I couldn't even think of one off the top of my head. There, I'm like, oh, this is a significant number nine. Seems like, well, I don't know about significant, but it right. seems like there have been some uh, defensive backs recently, maybe, that I think, have worn number nine. Yeah, I think a guy named Elton Ford. I don't know if anybody remembers that guy. I think he was number nine at one point. But that was about it. That, that's So, you know, you always like to have a, a unique number to your name or 
Uh, you know, if you think about number five for Darren McFadden, 100 percent, like that's going to be five days. But there also have been some other number fives that oh, you can is it, think is of. Is it not going to be Rocket Sanders Day? <laughs> no, it's going to be Rakeem Boyd Day. <laughs> we're we're going to make it there. But but that's the thing about five. It seems like it's taken on a tradition of some of the better running backs. Oh, yeah. Even though Darren McFadden is the one you think about first and foremost, there have been some pretty good running backs wearing number five. Oh, yeah. And it's some people said, oh, you got to retire number five. Some people have wanted it to be, you know, like the number that gets worn by uh, the best running back as like an honorary thing. You know, people throw that out all, all the time as far as what they want number five. In fact, the only time I thought that there was somebody with number five on defense, I think Tremaine Thomas was number five. Uh, but that's about it. But still, yeah, it's been mainly a running back number. And, you know, if you go down the list of, of seven, and then same thing with eight, but number nine is, is Matt Jones, and I don't know of anybody else. I'm sure somebody could probably uh, tell us in the Southern Structural Solutions text line or Asher Record Life fan feedback on maybe some nines that come up, but that's Oh, yeah, that's there's the one Google, and yeah, <laughs> people can get Google corrected. that, so plenty of number nines there in Razorback history, but... Uh, NFL, there have been some really good quarterbacks that have been number nine. Yeah. Drew Brees, Matt Stafford still playing right now, uh, Joe Burrow, Steve McNair, Tony Romo, Carson Palmer. So those are uh, Sonny Jurgensen, Jim McMahon. Jim McMahon. Isn't it crazy that, like, it's like I don't – like with other players like Tom Brady or Aaron Rodgers, you know, 12. But for whatever reason, if you would have put me on the spot and said, hey, who, who do you think of in the NFL of all-time greats that wear number nine – it doesn't compute. Like, it would take me a while to be like, oh, yeah, that guy. I don't know. Maybe it's just something about the number nine that throws me off. But, yeah, that's, I mean, that's a great list of Hall of Fame quarterbacks, Super Bowl winning quarterbacks, legendary quarterbacks. A couple of really good kickers that are still playing now, Justin Tucker and uh, Robbie Gold. That's right. Yeah, so you got those guys in number nine. Luckily, uh, that number you can have as a kicker and as a as – because the kickers have to have certain numbers or they can just do whatever they want in the NFL. It's probably zero through nineteen. Also, yeah, that's that's a shame because they're not going to go over nineteen. No, and I don't think anybody's really going to care much about the kickers. Uh, but uh, Casey said in our Southern Structural Solution text line, Lawrence Richardson. Yeah, that's right, he was number nine. So there, there's another one. Defensive I didn't, back. Defensive back. That's right. So we uh, we always had that connection. And then the five hundred one says Ken Hamlin. What number was he? He was number six. In fact, uh, when we get to be six days away. Like that might be the the one that everyone thinks about when it comes to the number six. Uh, he it was him, and and Carlos Ausley was about the only number sixes that really stood out. Uh, and also look at this. Okay, so here we go. So the six uh, from six one five says Jaden Hazelwood last year was number nine. That's right. Oh, it's Allen and Litterock. and then also Santos Ramirez, another another defensive back that were num- was number nine. So uh, quite a few there, but. And it's Matt, it's Matt Jones's number. It's that guy. Yeah, there's no comparison. Yeah, I saw people that were actually posting highlights this morning, being nine days away for for Matt Jones highlights, and uh, just just watching him play and, and the way that uh, it, it seemed like he was just so far in advance from you know looking at how football's played now and the way that he played back then. I, I saw. I think it, I don't think it was Michael Bratton. It was one of the SEC uh, podcaster uh, SEC guys that tweeted out the Matt Jones thing, and one of the replies was like. Uh, something like, I didn't even know this guy existed. It was like some young guy that like probably didn't watch college football back then. He's like, I've never heard of this guy. He's like, but it, that's insane watching his highlights. And it's like, yeah. The highlights are endless, too. Yeah. So many. Yeah. Just the the way that he ran and, and ran all over everybody and ran past everybody and outran everybody, uh, I think it's you know can be pretty shocking for, I mean, for us it's not because we grew up with Matt Jones watching him. And, of course, uh, he used to work here at The Buzz and do a show here. Uh, so, you know, personally, but... Uh, yeah, just being able to watch those highlights and see people's reactions today that maybe didn't know about him or didn't see him. It's like, yeah, man, there was a guy, there was that dude, that was Matt <laughs> Jones, that was that good back when he was playing. But, yeah, you said so many highlights to choose from, it almost be tough to even pick one or the other. Yeah. And um, you know how Matt is. He's uh, it's pretty laid back, and so whenever somebody's talking to him about it or whatever, it's not like he is just thriving and like, yeah, I could do this and do that. He's just like... It's like, yeah, you know, like pretty humble about it, but at the same time knows how good he, he is and, and was. Yeah, I mean, uh, being able to be recognized for that and still be legendary years later uh, the way he is. And I was actually in a discussion uh, with, uh, I think it was Andrew Hutchinson. We were talking about overtime games in Razorback football history. 
And I think that he brought up with not only the seven overtime, the six overtime, the seven overtime games in three straight years, but also against Alabama, there was a double overtime game in 2003. And there was another uh, over, uh, double overtime game that he was a part of. And there is no, like, no other player, no other quarterback especially, that was in more overtime games than what Matt Jones was in. And Arkansas won them all, but that one against Tennessee in six overtimes on the road. And I was like, there's no coincidence. It had to be a Matt Jones thing. <laughs> if, like, if you put it all together, it had to be because Matt Jones was there. And I don't know if it was just his refusal to lose or just the fact that uh, you know the, his, his style of play made it to where you could never count him out in his clutch moments, whatever it was. But he played in a lot of overtime games, and it was pretty surprising to see that number thrown out. At one time, it was uh, the record for most overtime games. Yeah, well, it, and most overtimes in a single game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, had uh, two of those in seven overtimes, and then the six overtime game. But then, as soon as LSU and A&M have a seven overtime game, oh, we got to change the rules now and do these two point conversion things. Nobody talked about changing the rules when Arkansas did three straight of them. Uh, you know, it's but no, that's just now. So I don't care what that Penn State Illinois game was or whatever that went to nine overtimes. No, that that's that's not the same thing. You can't say, oh, it's the longest <laughs> game ever. It's like no, these are these were dudes that were out there like Matt Jones and the Razorbacks and against Ole Miss and Tennessee and Kentucky going from the twenty-five yard line, not the two every time. 25-yard line every time and several plays and not just one play. Exactly. And on top of all of that, you had to go for two after third overtime, and that's that never changed. You always had to go for two. And how many times a, a team either made it or a team missed it, but the other side of it and kind of was what happened, I guess, in the Ole Miss game that Arkansas had made the two-point conversion, but Ole Miss missed out on it. And uh, just seeing the exhaustion of Matt Jones. I, I, remember, I think it was him like on the bench kind of back there with his arms out, just his head all the way back, just – Exhausted from having to play. Uh, he that was game. just relaxing, man. He was he was in his <laughs> element. He wasn't exhausted. He, yeah. he wanted more. Yeah, it wouldn't surprise me at all if that's uh, that's probably what what it was about. Uh, in fact, from the five hundred one says Matt Jones overtime minutes record will never be broken. Right. Yeah. That that's something and, that won't get close. unless there's a game that goes to like eleven or twelve. Yeah. Well, and even then, that's still like you said, one play from the two, and it's it's still not the same. It's not the same deal, but. Uh, but yeah, being able to be nine days away from Razorback football starting up, I know that the tickets are starting to more and more get sold, and people are excited about uh, the game at War Memorial Stadium, and you know, we're excited about having our, our tailgate. And the tailgating just in general, not only our tailgate, but just you know seeing people out there and getting out there early and getting after it and uh, even staying late after the fact. They're, just to seeing that element and that excitement and that atmosphere of just the fans all coming together and having a good time is just part of That's it. That's always the coolest part to – just walk around and and just kind of venture and check out what everybody is doing all around. Now uh, we'd like you to stay at the bus tailgate for, for sure. a lot of the time, but we know that people are going to be in and out, and the traffic is going to be moving through. So that's the beauty of it: just going by and seeing what everybody's doing and hanging out. Oh yeah, well, I mean we're going to get it started at 11 a.m. So uh, be sure to go to 1037thebuzz.com for all the information and uh, claim your ticket there. It's free, but. Uh, Definitely going to be having a great time out there. All the buzz personalities will have uh, the pregame show happening there as well. And it's just, it's good to have it back. And it's good to talk about it. And it's good to have everybody uh, chiming in and listening to us and to call and texting into us. So let us know what you think about being nine days away from Razorback football. But we also have some audio that we're going to, have to play from some of the linemen, uh, some big news in Major League Baseball that we'll get into. And we're going to keep it moving on a Trash Talk Thursday here on Out of Bounds. So stay with us. Join Kevin McPherson, Arkansas's premier basketball recruiting analyst, each Friday on Drive Time Sports. Brought to you by Fence Brokers. Fence Brokers, going the extra mile. This 
Texas Sports Center. Arkansas football continued practices yesterday. Afterwards, Florida transfer guard Joshua Braun spoke to the media. He talked about being recruited to Georgia by Sam Pittman out of high school. Throughout the recruiting process, we were very candid with the coaches that were interested in me, um, and they were with us as well. And he said that the only job he would ever leave for is Arkansas. And so when it came up that he got the Arkansas job and he left, it wasn't like he... I mean, he told us up front that he that was the only job he'd leave for. I didn't hold any ill will against him. He's living out his dream, and now I'm just thankful that I get to be a part of his dream and help him uh, reach the next level. Arkansas football is now just nine days away from kicking off their season against Western Carolina at War Memorial Stadium. And the Arkansas Travelers fell to the Wichita wind surge 5-1 to last night. They'll play again tonight at 7.05. Coverage can be heard on 106.7 Buzz 2. I'm Christian Weaver with the Buzz Radio Network. The Labor Day celebration continues at Motorsports Authority. Wild Bill, you don't have to work hard to get a great deal here. You're exactly right. There's no hard work in buying a car from us at Motorsports Authority, folks. We keep it transparent. We keep it simple. We keep you happy. Top dollars in your trades. Folks, it's a lot of fun to do business with us. We got the lowest prices within a 300-mile radius on any vehicle that we got on the lot. In Russellville on East Main and Hot Springs on Central or online at msastore.com. Get here to Motorsports Authority. What are you waiting for? Your change can help families of hospitalized children at Ronald McDonald House. Just ask to round up for RMHC when you place your order anytime you're at McDonald's. This way, families of critically ill children can stay at Ronald McDonald House at no cost while their child is receiving life-saving care at a local hospital. All of that change stays right here in Little Rock. So next time you're at McDonald's, ask to round up to RMHC, and you'll be leaving with so much more than just a meal. Allow us to introduce ourselves. We are Big O Tires. However, we might as well go by Big O Tires, alignments, batteries, brakes, oil changes, suspensions, and free visual inspection upon arrival. Because we do all that and more. But that name seems a little long and it won't fit on our sign. Now at Big O Tires in Conway and Cabot, take $100 off select sets of tires. That's right. Save $100 right now off select sets of tires and get tires, service, and straight talk at Big O Tires. Everybody, everywhere has heard the endless offers to bring your current phone in and trade up for the latest model. Jump from iPhone 10 to iPhone 23. Switch from flip phone to Android. <laughs> You've heard it all, but you haven't heard this. This month at Guatney Chevrolet, trade your old phone towards a new ride. That's right. Why go trading your phone for another phone when you can trade a phone towards a car? During August, your old trade-in phone is worth $500 towards any car trade truck or SUV on the lot. And the best part is everyone is getting approved this month, regardless of credit or your current situation. You might not have a down payment, but odds are you have an old phone. So don't upgrade your phone this month. Upgrade your ride instead by bringing it to Guatney Chevrolet, 1301 TP White Drive in Jacksonville. Call 501-982-2102. GuatneyChevrolet.com. Chevrolet. Find new roads. David Dunn here with Central Arkansas Truck and Trailer. We're the area's largest and highest rated independent diesel repair facility for all makes and models, from transmissions and brakes to suspensions and engine repair. If you're tired of high dealership prices and long wait times, come see what family-owned and locally operated really means. Expert technicians and the latest computer diagnostics will get your equipment back on the road fast. Take the England exit on I-440 to Central Arkansas Truck and Trailer, 568-2185. That's Central Arkansas Truck and Trailer. Unlike other shows, we don't talk over each other with old hee-haw jokes. It's bullcrap! Well, I ain't standing for this! Oh, my So call or text to actually be heard on Out of Bounds at 501-661-1037. You're listening to Out of Bounds with John Neighbors and Joe Franklin. I gotta <clears throat> ask, because I've always wondered, why did that happen in Fayetteville, Arkansas? What what took you there? It's just visiting, so weird. It's visiting just, friends, uh, okay. but yeah. Dixon Street. Dixon Street? <laughs> yeah, Dixon yeah. Street. It was, uh, it'll get you. On 103.7 The Buzz. Yo, remember yeah. back on the bully when cats used to harmonize like <laughs> Yo, yo, my men and my women, don't forget about the dean Is it Optimus the king? Yo, it's about a thing, uh, yo, feel real good when
and never called you again. Remember when he told you he was about to bend your man? You act like you ain't him, they give him a little trim to begin. Now you think you really gonna pretend like you wasn't down and you called him again. Plus when. Side of bounds here on Trash Talk Thursday. Appreciate everybody listening in this afternoon. And as we're going to have some fun uh, getting to some of the headlines and stuff. And uh, Corbin actually says on our Southern Structural Solutions text line, says, uh, Luke, ha- is it Haas or is it Has? Has. Luke, it's Has. I keep wanting to say Haas, but I guess the S and the Z throw me off. Luke Has, uh, the tight end this year. He's, he's wearing number nine. So I guess that might be the first tight end, I think, that Arkansas's had that's going to be wearing number nine this season. It's a good number. Oh, yeah. yeah. I mean, there's, there's some, uh, some big-time dudes over there. And then uh, also... Sonny Jurgensen was number nine for the Redskins, is what uh, from someone from the 501 brought up, too. So, all right, yeah, keep those coming. And Lawrence Richardson was actually number one. It was Maturl Richardson okay. that was number nine. So, uh, they were both defensive backs and both... Richardson. Yeah, both Richardson. And, and I think even Lawrence Richardson played first, and then immediately after, like, Maturl Richardson came in, and they played the same position. So, I don't think there's any relation, but it was, yeah, pretty... Pretty easily confused there, but yes, thanks for the clarification on that. Uh, let's see. I still want. I want to play this clip. I know we talked a little bit about it yesterday and alluded to it, but Jerry Jones just cracks me up, man, about this Sam Williams thing. This this is wild. Last year he drives 100 miles an hour and has a wreck. You know, in this, I mean, how do you conjugate all of it? How, how do you balance those things? Well, uh, first of all, I'm saying that he is as, which is more often the case than not. Uh, this sounds a little hollow, but he does and is uh, maturing, uh, and he is. Uh, the uh, uh, what was he going? Sixty-six. Was he going sixty-six miles an hour? Last year. No, this year. So he's thirty-four miles an hour less than this year than he was last year. Ninety-eight, sixty-six. So that's improvement. Only Jerry Jones. Man. <laughs> Only Jerry Jones he knows how to spin it. <laughs> Just crack me up. And first, and also, I know that everyone we as Americans and you know speaking the English language, we always pronounce certain words differently. But I don't know when I hear him say maturing. You know, it sounds it sounds instead of maturing. Again, everyone says it differently. But when it starts like that, and then. Uh, goes into what he means by them maturing. That was like that cracked me up. I was like, wait, way to make a funny situ like a funny story out of a not so funny situation, Jerry Jones. Oh, that's the way he can do it, man. Always, I, I love it. And that's all, I don't understand why people don't like the guy. I mean, I guess if you're a Cowboys fan and you don't like the way he's done in general managing and all that, that's one thing. But when it comes to being a uh, an expert marketer and businessman and branding, oh, he's one of the best of all time. It, he he's just it's, it's everybody's playing catch up with him as far as some of the stuff that he's done and accomplished. But just love that clip so much. Uh, let's go ahead and go to the phone lines. Navy Mike's on. What's up, Navy? Hey, what's up, John? And uh, what's up, Joe? Um, you know, uh, number nine. Obviously, Matt Jones was phenomenal. He was elite. Um, just a physical specimen of a talent. Um, but I, I, I want to give some love to a guy that might be the most important Arkansas Razorback quarterback since they joined the SEC. And his number is going to be fall on the weekend, and so nobody's going to talk about him. And that's Barry Lunny Jr. Uh, he won the first, the very first, uh, Arkansas, you know, uh, SEC West uh, division title in Arkansas Razorback football history. You know, that team was low. I mean, you know, you're Madre Hill. And, you know, people, recency bias is a real thing. People only think about the last maybe 10 to 15 years of, of whatever their team is. Or, uh, you know, maybe, you know, the, the more high-profile type guys, you know, like Brandon Allen, you know, uh, Tyler Wilson, you know, even Clint Sterner. But there was a guy that existed. Number seven, before all those guys, and he came in, the, in when when we joined the SEC in, in ninety in ninety two. He he made it clear that we weren't just here to take part; we were here to to win, and that, and that's what those boys did. And what that's was that what list he did. again? Brandon Allen. Who else? Ten, I mean, you're, I'm just talking about recent guys. Recent guys like re, like like people. Clint Sterner played in ninety six, ninety seven. Well, Barry well, Lundy was in ninety five. Yeah, so that's recent. And and you saying that they are more. I guess high profile 
Barry Lunny's well, that, that, well, people remember people people remember them more because they're recent. That's he, what I'm saying. Recent yeah, but he bias played the there thing. and he coached at Arkansas, so people remember right. Barry Lunny. I'll, mm-hmm. and I'll be honest with you, Joe. There's probably some millennial fans that probably think he was just a, a position coach. That's true. <laughs> they, they probably they probably had no idea he he won a West title back in '95. You know, so. But anyways, uh, I just want to give a shout out to him. Great uh, Arkansas, great that nobody nobody talks about. But um, you know, I'm talking about him now, and now people can remember remember him. And, and if you got to Google him, go ahead and Google him. <laughs> you know, and that's all I got. gotten. y'all take care, man. All Appreciate right. it, Mike. Thanks, thanks, Navy, for calling in, giving the shout out to to Barry Lonnie. We'll relay the message to him, make sure he gets it. Um, but yeah, that '95 team actually that won the SEC West. Uh, it, it was kind of interesting just to look at that division and that. Uh, Arkansas goes goes six and two in SEC play, but they went eight and five overall. Now, you wouldn't think that a team going six and two in the SEC would end up only having eight wins, but that's kind of what happened because when you start the season by <laughs> losing to SMU on the road uh, down there at the Cotton Bowl, seventeen to fourteen, kind of puts a little bit of damper on it. Reminds me of like in twenty fifteen that Brett Bielma season where Arkansas went five and three in the SEC with Brandon Allen, Alex Collins, Toledo. And lost at Toledo and Texas Tech. So it's like they went seven and five in the regular season, but five and three in conference play. But uh, yeah, they uh, that season was an interesting one. So they lose the game opener uh, at SMU. Middle of the season, they lose to Tennessee, and I think that uh, that one was actually in Fayetteville. And then the final regular season game, they lose to LSU on the road, twenty-eight nothing. Get smoked by Florida in the SEC championship game, and then lose to North Carolina in the Carquest Bowl. Uh, 20 to 10. Jeez. There's only 30,000 people there in that game. And fun fact, that game was on TBS. Okay. Didn't even realize they did college football games there, but apparently so. Was that the the year that Bama beat Bama at Bama? Or was it another? Yes, that was the one. Yeah. The J.J. Metters 100% catch. Yeah. Uh, It got called that way. It was a touchdown. Uh, But yes, that, that was that year. Uh, and they also played Memphis, actually, here at War Memorial Stadium. Went to Vanderbilt. Played Ole Miss in the Liberty Bowl in the regular season. They played them in Memphis in the Liberty Bowl. Then they played Auburn at War Memorial Stadium. Okay, so two War Memorial Stadium games. How about three? Three. Because the next week they played Mississippi State at War Memorial Stadium. And a game in Memphis at the Liberty Bowl. That's right. So you had those four games that were uh, considered to be I guess home game. Well, I don't know if the Ole Miss one was. Actually, no, Ole Miss was considered a road game, so that was didn't take away from that. But yeah, you had three of those games, and then you opened the season at SMU. So, uh, and now people complain about geez. one game and the possibility of it being <laughs> one game in Little Rock. How much things have changed? Because Fayetteville only had the South Carolina game, the Tennessee game, and the Southwest Louisiana game. Those are the three games. Well, three that were and three. Yeah. It balances out. It's what it was. Uh, what it's, it's what it was back then. It's the, it's the way it happened. But uh, I, I was trying to think. That was the year before Florida, though, won the national championship, right? Because Florida was really good. Was they Steve won Spurs. in '96. Six. Uh, that's right. They won in '96. Because uh, I think that was the year where they lost to Florida State at the end of the year. They were undefeated. Lost to Florida State. Florida State won. And then they had a rematch in the national championship game, and Florida won over Florida State. Man, and remember how people are irate the fact that LSU and Bama got to play each other again in the championship game in 2011? It's happened before, and it probably will happen again yep. now that playoffs are expanding. Yep, sad but true. Sad but true. Uh, let's see, some other things going on in the sports world. Really hated seeing this yesterday, uh, just like everybody, especially uh, base, just baseball fans in general. But Shohei Otani has a tear in his UCL and his right elbow and will not pitch again this season. That, that sucks. That absolutely sucks for him. It's and amazing that he's still able to play, though, overall, because UCL, you're talking about Tommy John surgery, and that's what Bryce Harper had. So he was out for a bit of time recovering from UCL injury and Tommy John, and um, he wasn't able to bat for a while, but Shohei Otani is still able to bat. Oh, yeah, which, again, shows how, how good of a player he is and also how tough he is. And not only is it tough for him because of the great year that he has been having, and uh, you know the Tommy John surgery is common, but he already went underwent a procedure uh, with Tommy John on his right elbow back in October of 2018. But it's also in the fact that it's the free agency and leading up to it, 
that that's going to be a, a something to watch for because we know how many players have been you know been thrown around a lot in free agency and of course Otani might be one of the most highly anticipated ones in free agency and sometime in baseball. I don't, I don't know if it's going to have or what kind of impact that's going to have with this injury, but it'll take man. away from his value if you're talking about being that dual player that he is, where he pitches and hits. And now, if he can't pitch for some reason for an extended amount of time, that does devalue him just a bit. Because if he has to have a second Tommy John surgery on on his right elbow, uh, that's he's going to be out for the entire next season, right? Like hundred percent. Uh, maybe from a pitching standpoint. Well, yeah, from that perspective, <laughs> yeah, should say that. Yes, from his pitching, got to remember that he is indeed a player that can do both. But yeah, I, I, I yeah, that's that's a tough thing. That's a tough thing for t- not only him for trying to get the most money and whatever team ends up signing him, but also for the team that's going to sign him. You know, do they uh, still get him the value of what they would have before he had to have surgery? And you know, do they wait on him fully healed? I, I don't know. That's this is going to be an interesting thing to see how people play it out and how they handle Shohei Otani. But he's a great player, and I hated it for him. But uh, he, they're at least holding out hope that he can, uh, that Mike Trout can return this season for the Angels. But it doesn't look like Otani, at least pitching-wise, is going to be able to. So hate that for him. And uh, I know we'll have uh, some other things uh, to discuss, and also on our Asher Rector hyphen feedback. Hey, get to hear from Freddie Five Spins. Every time I hear that, I just think of, like, good Goodfellas or something like that. I just feel like that's one of those guys. You know, the, hey, Freddie Five Spins. But uh, he says, John Boy, fellas, it is our time and the time is now. Football, baby. But lest we not forget we are banging on baseball still, day baseball during the week is beautiful, and he's got the Yanks and Rays minus one and a half runs for both parlay now to help pay for a steak lunch and a blue moon. Alpha lunch. And he says, John, take a pretty lady out for dinner when you bet on the Dodgers money line minus 140. Get A. Haney of the Rangers. Uh, over six Ks and Lewis uh, Robert of the White Sox of over one and a half bases for the props bangers. We live, boys. Pour it out. Live free and peace out. So appreciate you, Freddie. Another Fox, great man. take there. Yeah, yeah, we'll get on the Bet Saracen app and make that happen. Uh, let's go back to the phone lines. Jake is in Cabot. What's up, Jake? Hey, John. Hey, Freak. How you guys doing today? Good. Doing great. Hey, man. This might be the only time ever in the history of ever that I agree a little bit with negative Nancy Mike. But here's why. I grew up in Fort Smith. I played for Barry Lunny Sr. I went to church with their family. I knew Barry Lunny Jr. on a personal level. And, yeah, I looked up to him. I mean, he was older, you know, definitely way older than me, but... I, I looked up to him because of that. And so, yeah, I think he does get overlooked in the book. But you still, you, you can't compare him to Matt Jones. That's what one football goes. Now, there, one thing about Barry Lane Jr. that no one mentions is he was a phenomenal pitcher. And yeah. he was a lefty. Yeah. Yeah, in fact, and, uh, you know, in fact uh, Jake, I, uh, you know, you mentioned that. I, when I lived in Fort Smith for two years uh, before I came here to the Buzz, I actually, the gym I worked, my, the gym I worked, uh, worked out at, was owned and operated by Daniel Lunny, who was his brother, and yeah, I remember yeah. talking with him and like just a great guy, great family, and uh, great people. So uh, definitely uh, something you certain, can't forget about. They're they're good people. He deserves his place in Red Black Lore and everything. But when you're talking about number nine, you got to talk about Matt Jones. Yeah, that's, yeah, like, hey, that's just all there Jake, is. Jake Barry Lunny is seven. He was just trying to give oh, okay. recognition to yeah Barry Lunny uh, coming up well, this then, weekend. Yeah. He's number seven. Well, Let's just bring up something obtuse that has nothing to do with saving. My bad, dude. Hmm. <laughs> I didn't even realize that. I mean, thanks, maybe Mike, for bringing up something that didn't even matter. <laughs> really yeah. today. Well, you know, hey, well, all I know, right. It, yeah, I know we'll talk about it on the day of seven when it's uh, that's much time's left. But yeah, well, it's Saturday though. That's but, that was right. the whole point, right? And so anyway, anyway, there, there's look. I'll get off here with this, man. Okay. There, there are good. They're a good family, good people, and I grew up with them, and I wish him nothing but the best. I think he's up there uh, with Bielema right now, and I yeah, I wish him nothing but success. So with that being said, go Hogs and Matt Jones is the greatest summer not ever. All right. Well, we appreciate it, Jake. Thanks for calling in. Now, I was just saying that uh, when you get to those numbers on the weekend, like, for instance, 
you know, number 14 we didn't get to because it was a Saturday. Oh, you yeah, know, but think, social media has oh, yeah. flooded with it. Yeah, you think Clint Sterner, of course. Uh, I think he's the first 14 you'll think of. And then 13 was it was kind of an odd number, but called recency bias, whatever it is. It was like Felipe Franks was number 13. He's kind of like the most <laughs> recent one. Like, he was the only 13 I could think of off the top of my head. So, like, he, he, he had to be That's in the mix. That's when Google comes in handy. Uh-huh. And then, you know, the other seven, when, again, that'll be on Saturday, uh, is basically like Barry Lunny and Niall Davis, to me, will be the only sevens that I think of in Razorback history. And and then six, Ken Hamlin. Well, you know, that's, he's, he's kind of the mainstay there. But, uh, yeah, somebody will probably say, ah, Jonathan Nance at number seven. It's like, there's a name. He was number seven, but I don't think people are going to remember him for those reasons. But, yeah, Barry Lunny, being, uh, as Jake brought up, he was a, he was a dual sport guy. He was a pitcher. He was left-handed. Because uh, I, I don't think that, like, when he brought it up, it just made me think, like, Arkansas has not had really any left-handed quarterbacks besides Barry Lunny, at least here in recent memory. All the quarterbacks have been right-handed. Not to say that, like, they have to have a lefty, but, at no point in time, because I can't remember even a backup quarterback that was lefty, uh, just in the Razorback history of the SEC besides Barry. Yeah, um, can't think of any, but no. we'll we'll get some uh, <laughs> some messages about it. People let us know about it. People let us know about it. Uh, from uh, the five hundred one and on the Southern Structural Solutions text line says uh, Matt Jones owns the number nine and the Texas Longhorns. So yeah, he's, yes, he does. Yes, he does. Uh, I think. Uh, Atomic Hog also says that uh, you love Barry Lunny Jr., and yes, they won the SEC West in 95, but they didn't do, as your caller said, all they did was win back then uh, because Lunny's record at Arkansas was 20-24-2. and 24 and two. So, well, hey, listen, that was, that was a tough time for Arkansas joining the SEC, you know, losing to the Citadel in 92 and getting off to that rough start. But, hey, they have still played in more SEC championship games by far than Ole Miss and Mississippi State combined. So if you ever want to throw that out there and talk some trash to somebody on a Trash Talk Thursday of all times, uh, go ahead and do that. But, yeah, I guess uh, yeah, we'll have number eight and have some fun with number eight and then number three, four. We've got to have a zero. You know, the day of the game now. It, it, there's got to be a zero that's going to be out there now that they can have the number zero in college football. So, But that's just been a couple of years. Right, so. that's what I'm saying. We've got to have somebody of note to be able to have a great year that's wearing number zero. Yeah. I mean, we can mention, you know, the p- people who've worn it so far. A.J. Green. That's about it. Yeah, AJ Green. There, there it is. Yep, we'll, we'll, we'll dedicate it to that. Uh, Tom Hogg also says Lonnie was drafted out of, from by the Montreal Expos out of high school. So that's, a, that's, a, that's another great little tip. I, didn't really, I forgot about the Montreal Expos. forgot that they were indeed a baseball team back then. But, yes, they, they definitely were. Uh, yeah, so keep those coming, folks. 501-661-1037 by calling or uh, texting in because I know we're going to have uh, some uh, what's trending the world of sports and some of the headlines to get into since you know, we talked about the Otani situation and you know what, what's been going on with, uh, with, with Major League Baseball. Getting down to uh, the nitty-gritty for, for playoffs and – uh, also with some uh, NFL news and everything, because I just saw, too, that uh, Jerry Judy got carted off the field today for Broncos, the wide receiver. They are having a string of injuries at receiver. They mm-hmm. had even more. Like, we talked about some that happened a couple of weeks ago, but they had one since then, and now Jerry Judy. That, oh, that's uh, You feel for them, having so many injuries at the same position. Yeah, it's a, apparently it's a right hamstring injury. He was uh, pulling up during an 11-on-11 play. It's actually against the Rams in a joint practice. And it says he was running, running an end-around when he pulled up near the right sideline and grabbed a hamstring. Uh, so, cause it, wasn't he, has he already been hurt before, too? Or am I thinking of a different former Alabama wide receiver that's in the NFL? I thought that he's already had an injury. A significant since he's been in the NFL, but yeah. could be wrong. Inju- injuries happen all the time, though, so mm-hmm. it wouldn't be surprising. Yes, Tim Patrick was that the guy that uh, also was towards ACL. Jeez, oh, yeah. yeah. So piling up. He w- he was one of the ones that a couple of weeks ago it was like back to back days. Mm. Well, he, he did get car. Hopefully, it's nothing uh, too major, too serious. But hamstring injuries, especially. Uh, Having to get carted off the field when it's that bad doesn't look good. But we'll keep you updated on that. We'll have some other things to get into as far as what's trending in the world of sports. All coming up next here on Out of Bounds on Trash Talk Thursday. So stay with us. Join our 
Jayhawk, Kyle Sutherland, and Josh Neighbors every Friday night this football season for the high school football game of the week. The guys will travel the state to find the best matchups in high school football. The high school game of the week is brought to you by Roller Funeral Homes, the Electric Cooperatives of Arkansas, Midtown Plumbing, ASU Three Rivers, and Arkansas Medical Staffing. So join 103.7 The Buzz each Friday night under the stadium lights. Hey, it's Joey and Ryan here at Red River Dodge. You know, we're known for amazing deals, but this month it's going to be much better. Have you ever wanted to buy a Jeep Gladiator? Well, now's the time. Employee pricing rebates, 1.9% financing, and much more on select models. Ram, $1,500 up to $13,000 off on select units. So for all your new Ram Dodge Chrysler Jeep, make that beautiful drive to Huber Springs during the Make This the Summer event. And don't forget a Red River. We deliver. God bless. Is there any more satisfying feeling than letting an elevator door close on somebody? I did it at the hotel earlier. I got such a warm rush through my body. It felt like the inside of my body hugged the outside of my body, you know? And then you see it close and you're like... <laughs> Sometimes a second later it opens and you're like... Tom Segura is coming to Oaklawn Racing Casino Resort Event Center Friday, December 8th. Tickets on sale Friday 10 a.m. at oaklawn.com. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700. This is the Pigskin Preacher bringing you the word. Double B's is a growing Arkansas company with 34 locations in our state. Small local businesses are the largest employers nationally and create two out of every three new jobs. Buying locally at Double B's means creating more opportunities for local residents to work in our communities. When dollars are spent locally, they are respent locally, paying more salaries and building the local tax base. You want to keep Arkansas thriving and unique? Support an Arkansas-owned business like Double B's, which helps define our community's self-image and creates Arkansas pride for Arkansans. Double B's is of Arkansas. And four, Arkansas. Double B's. It's where you gas it, grab it, and go. That's Double B's. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Did you know one in four car batteries is weak and needs to be replaced? O'Reilly Auto Parts will test your battery for free. If your battery needs to be replaced, our professional parts people can help you find the right super start battery for your vehicle and budget. Don't wait. Get your battery tested for free today at your local O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Mm. That's Mike saying good morning. It's the best he can do right now. Yeah, not a cloud in the sky. What Mike could use is a fresh start. And Irish Spring Body Wash. The fresh scent of Irish Spring and those sensational Irish Spring suds are just the reset Mike needs. Now he's ready to go to work. It's Sunday. Irish Spring. When the spring hits you, you're ready. Pick up Irish Spring today. Tune in to 1037 The Buzz as Justin Acree and Wes Moore broadcast live from each meeting in the Little Rock Touchdown Club. Brought to you by Arkansas Urology. Justin and Wes will broadcast live from the Doubletree downtown, bringing you interviews with each speaker and their comments to the club live. Monday, the Little Rock Touchdown Club welcomes from ESPN and the SEC Network, Laura Rutledge. That's The Zone live at the Little Rock Touchdown Club. Brought to you by Arkansas Urology. Get only the best customer service and the best selection of meats at Hogs Meat Market, where they have sliced boar head deli meats and cheeses. Hogs Meat Market, the steak people. You're listening to Out of Bounds with John Neighbors and Joe Franklin. I bet you slice into the woods a hundred bucks. Gambling is illegal at Bushwood, sir, and I never slice. Yeah. Okay, you can owe me. On 1037 The Buzz. If you're shopping for a vehicle, you want to get to Guadney Chevrolet. Guadney has best deals in the market. Been doing it 60-plus years. Give them a call, 501-982-2102. Great deals on Silverados and Equinox. 1.9% financing is available. And $2,500 off new Equinox. Save up to seven or 9000 on new Silverados. And you can trade in a cell phone 
get $500 towards a down payment, and everyone is approved. So just take an old cell phone and take it into Guadney Chevrolet. You're going to get $500 down towards that down payment. It's a great deal at Guadney Chevrolet. And check out all the great deals online at GuadneyChevrolet.com. You can see all the deals, the cash allowances, the rebates, even appraise the vehicle. See just how much it's worth. They're giving thousands over book value, whether you trade that vehicle in or you sell it to Guadney Chevrolet. Guadney is always actively buying vehicles, so you'll get a great deal on a vehicle that you trade in or sell. See the entire inventory of new and pre-owned vehicles on GuadneyChevrolet.com and get a deal started on GuadneyChevrolet.com before making a trip to the Gregory Street exit in Jacksonville. It's Guadney Chevrolet, Arkansas's number one Chevy dealer, Guadney Chevrolet, GuadneyChevrolet.com. It is a Trash Talk Thursday here on Out of Bounds, and looking forward to having Michael Bratton of That SEC Podcast joining us in the next segment. But uh, a lot of things going on in the sports world, nationally and locally, so let's talk about what's trending. What's trending in the world of sports is sponsored by Arkansas-based West Rock Coffee. Join West Rock Coffee and their 1.5 million coffee farmers around the globe as they fuel Arkansas with great-tasting coffee, tea, and water delivered directly to your business. Contact them at westrockcoffee.com or 833-886-JAVA today. All right. What's trending in the world of sports? We already mentioned that Jerry Judy, the Broncos wide receiver, was carted off today from practice with what was an apparent hamstring injury. Don't know the extent of it, but uh, did not look very good, especially for the Broncos having as many injuries as they have had. But also in some other NFL news, we talk about Trey Lance and that situation with the San Francisco 49ers. Brock Purdy's QB1, then you have Sam Darnold being named QB2. Brandon Allen, former Razorback, fighting it out for the QB3 spot, but uh, it looks like uh, Trey Lance and, and the situation he's in with San Francisco, it looks like he's going to be around, but John Lynch, the general manager of San Francisco, says Trey Lance most likely to remain with the 49ers. So, I guess he leaves it open for a chance, but most likely to remain with the team. That's because they've been trying to trade him and been unsuccessful so far in getting what they feel like is compensation that they want in return. Well, I just, just uh, I th- these whole things with uh, players and trades and contracts and everything is always just a really fascinating deal. But for him to, uh, uh, you know, to look like he's not even going to be on a QB three spot. Uh, they're going to try to find some way to make it work, but they also want some value back in, back in front and back from it as well. And then, and some other NFL news, so had uh, the Cardinals trade Isaiah Simmons over to the Giants simply for a seventh-round pick. Uh, for those who don't know, he was the, Isaiah Simmons was a 2020 first-round pick, and we know that there's just about two weeks left until week one, and uh, they traded Simmons, who's now a safety and it comes uh, less than a week after Simmons played 25 snaps for Arizona in the second preseason game at his new position, made the sweet switch to defensive back this offseason after playing throughout the Cardinals' defense in his first three seasons under Cliff Kingsbury and former defense coordinator Vance Joseph, but now he's going to the Giants. So, man, he's been, he's been a guy that's had to move around a lot, and I guess uh, I don't know if it was because they didn't like what he was doing at the new position or they just wanted a seventh-round pick and moving him on. But He's, he's a, former a first really rounder. versatile player, though. He is one of those guys that does fit the mold of a safety, a bigger kind of safety where he can cover, you know, he's good in his coverage skills, but also good in run support. And that's why you see that he's able to make that transition easily, whether it's adding weight and playing linebacker or taking off weight and playing safety. Well, another cool thing for the Dallas Cowboys, besides Jerry Jones' funny comments about how the maturing uh, that he mentioned, but uh, also DeMarcus Ware. He is going to be inducted into the Ring of Honor for the Dallas Cowboys. So, former great player. He's a Hall of Famer, and now he's going into the Cowboys Ring of Honor. Makes sense. I feel like it would be like you'd get into the Ring of Honor first and then into the Hall of Fame. Yeah, it's it's a timing deal. Sometimes it happens that way for the most part, but there are other times when, uh, especially with organizations, they only put so many players in per year, and uh, sometimes... It just doesn't work out where they do actually go into the Hall of Fame before getting into the Ring of Honor or 
whatever they call it, depending on the organization. Yeah, well, Ring of Honor, Hall of Fame, whatever works. But he is the all-time leader for the Dallas Cowboys in sacks with 118, as well as being voted to the Pro Bowl nine times. First team All-Pro four times and named to the 2000s All-Decade team. So, really good player for the Dallas Cowboys during that stretch. Did he ever win a playoff game with them? <laughs> I just, uh, um, they haven't won many, so... That's what I was thinking. I was like, man, imagine being the all-time sacks leader, not a playoff win. Yeah. Yeah. Nah. Because I guess they won their first one, I think, with Romo towards the end of his career. Don't remember who they beat. Maybe it was the Giants, something like that. But yeah, they have not won many playoff games. They beat the Lions one year. Maybe that's what I'm thinking. Maybe it was the Lions, not the Giants. But so he may have been there for that that one. Well, I'm hoping so because again, that would be really tough. All the great records and Hall of Fame. That's awesome for him. But again, you didn't even know what it was like to win in the playoffs. That would be a rough thing with the Dallas Cowboys if that was the case. Well, they won he when he was with the Broncos, I thought. Right, just with the Cowboys yeah, is all I'm yeah, saying. Well, but yeah. I mean, he's fine. If he if he won a Super Bowl, it doesn't matter no. what team it was with. He'll take it. Yeah, you can't take that away from him ever. He'll have his ring for sure. Also, the Lakers will unveil a statue, statue of Kobe Bryant on February 8th. Uh, this is the team announcing along Vanessa Bryant. Uh, is about the, made the announcement video posted to Lakers social media accounts, and because August twenty fourth, of course, Mamba Day. It's appropriate to to uh, put the news out there and the info today. That's right, because uh, for those of you who may not understand the reference, August eight and then twenty fourth, eight twenty four, Kobe's numbers with the Los Angeles Lakers. But uh, yeah, it's going to be cool to have that uh, statue put out there, and the statue date also ties Brian's daughter. Uh, Gianna into the ceremony she wore number two so really cool thing for all of that involved and uh, it's amazing that it's been over three years now since the passing of Kobe Bryant but definitely a great celebration of 824 uh, here today and being able to uh, you know have that celebration in the statue because if anybody deserves a statue it's definitely Kobe Bean Bryant oh absolutely yeah the jerseys retired statue everything that goes along with it with the uh, Lakers organization mm, I love the uh, the the like seeing the tributes on social media today and this morning, it's like because I you know, start getting emotional, start getting some tears in your eyes, start thinking about uh, some of the great moments that he had. And yesterday was that. actually his birthday. That's too, right. So back to back days, you get his birthday and then you get Kobe Day. Yeah. Uh, again, so fitting and so perfect uh, for the for the illustrious career of Kobe Bryant. But uh, I know I have some other uh, headlines to uh, dive into as the show goes on, and uh, we'll have some uh, other college football news. As well, and especially in the SEC, because we'll have an SEC update later and talking about uh, some of the things that are like interesting, but also some of the funny things like how Auburn, for instance, had a, their football team. They're pumped up and excited. They're like, hey, we've sold out game one in the Hugh Freeze era. I was like, well, uh, yeah, I would hope so. It's like, if you don't sell out for the first game when you have a new coach, especially a new coach that is pretty highly regarded, I don't know what you're going to sell out for. That's the time to do it. But we'll have some fun with that. And then continuing on with the Trash Talk Thursday, we'll have Michael Bratton joining us next. And we'll keep it moving in the second hour of Out of Bounds next. So stay with us. True Service Community Federal Credit Union presents your Razor Hog update on Out of Bounds. Paying more than 8% on your auto loan? Refinance today with True Service and save up to 2%. TrueService.net. David Dunn here with Central Arkansas Truck and Trailer. We're the area's largest and highest rated independent diesel repair facility for all makes and models, from transmissions and brakes to suspensions and engine repair. If you're tired of high diesel.